0: Hello everyone, it is September 24th and you're listening to the Best Palcast. My name is BJ Guest, I'm back, and I'm joined as always by my best friend and pal, Griffin Reynolds. Welcome back, Best Pal. Hey, bud, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back in this, this, this space with you. I'm glad to have you back oh, with me. Man. Yes, I, I words cannot words cannot say, so I will say so silence. Not. Yeah. That is great uh, content for a podcast. That's that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Um, Big shout out to our friend Ben Daniel, not Daniels, um, for stepping in while I was away holding a baby. Yeah,
1: we had a great discussion about Dark Souls. You really,
0: really (laughs) did. It. uh,
1: Um, it If you haven't, if you haven't checked out that episode, episode twenty two, go check it out. It was really good. Shout out to Ben. I really appreciate it. Stepping in. Got some big shoes to fill.
0: I actually have pretty, a pretty good size feet. Yeah. I have 12s. We, Yours are bigger. You're 12s? Like, what are you, like a 13? Thir- thir- 13. I got a... Of-
1: the biggest normal size tennis shoe. Interesting. You get bigger than that, and it's like hard to find, tennis, or hard to find shoes.
0: Hmm. Like
1: 13 is like... You know how like you get past 2XL, and it's like hard to find yeah. shirts? Yeah, yeah, It's like you get past 13, and it's hard to find You're shoes. You're right there
0: on the cusp. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Something new about in, all, you. In, all
1: as, in all aspects of my being.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sure size. Shoe size. It's alright. Beauty.
1: So, you <laughs> had a second child last I week. I
0: did. Well, my wife did most of the work. I was more of a cheerleader. Um, we have a little girl. Her name is Baby Ruth. Uh, Baby she Ruth. She was born on September 16th.
1: Mm. Seventeenth? Mm? Mm? There you go. Seventeenth. I was like, "Oh, did you I was know?" I like, oh. like, "I forgot." Uh, oh, I knew. I was um I, as a <laughs> as as a pharmacist who has to keep track of what week supply of medicine, like, because people get a week's supply and I can't fill another one until the next to the next week. Uh, I like I know what seven days ago is.
0: Interesting. <laughs> like add, automatically. Autotimes. That's cool. They're like, what was seven days ago? And I'm like, not the 17th.
1: And so I was like, just so stupid.
0: No, no. It helped me in this exact situation, not knowing my newborn trials. I
1: was like, nope, we recorded on Tuesday, and that was the 17th.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But nope. Uh, Ruth was born, nine pounds, one ounce, 21 inches long. She is a hefty baby. Uh, Doing super good. Megan's doing great. Um, Good. Miles is not as jealous as I thought he would be. I thought he would just be standing like around the corner staring like in rage like preparing I was, to throw things.
1: I, I could picture that happening. Yeah,
0: no, that's literally was my biggest fear. Me and Megan's biggest fear was he was going to be uh just pissed. <laughs> what is
1: course. that what is that what does that conversation look like? Like mom's having another kid. Well like you're gonna have a
0: sister. Well when he's is one. There any, is
1: there any is there anything
0: going on? <laughs> no. You know, when she was pregnant, you know, we try to explain to him you know baby ruth's and mommy's tummy and you know i for those who do not know what i look like i'm a little chubby And <laughs> he he would point <laughs> he at mega's belly like baby mega's like yes he would look at my point at my belly he was like baby i was like no fat <laughs> <laughs> no no sandwiches, sandwiches. <laughs> um, but now that the baby's here um I think he got a little confused the first few days because my sister came with her six month old and mm-hmm. Miles was like, Oh crap, there's there was two of them? Like what, what what is this? <laughs> and then You're like, my, like yeah, he's like, baby babies. babies. <laughs> and then my sister left and he looked expectingly at Ruth, like, um, it's t- time to go. <laughs> it's time to <laughs> Your go. Your ride baby. is leaving. I'm not getting you an Uber. <laughs> And but he's doing really good. He's handing her toys and stuff, and get, doing his version of hugs. This is where he essentially just puts his the side of his face up against somebody. it's, it's like ah, he's like that's, bowing that's like an like a martial <laughs> artist. Um, yeah, he's I mean he's doing really sweet. He hasn't thrown anything at her yet, which was well, that's thought. a plus. Yeah, so right because
1: you're thinking, wow, my I know my son. Yeah, he's yeah. probably going to be jealous. He's throat puncher the
0: first second he gets. <laughs> wow. so, hey, I need to I need to tell my mom. Come back. <laughs> you ever seen the movie uh The New I think it's the new guy. It's DJ Qualt. It's one of those weird, terrible nineties mm. or early two thousands comedies that I watched a thousand times. And I'm sure. He was a high school kid who became friends with Eddie Griffith who was in prison and Eddie Griffith taught him how to be cool. And he said, you gotta go to the biggest Meanest dude at that new school, <laughs> you gotta kick him in the nuts. <laughs> and I keep thinking about Miles going to Ruth going like, "I'm the biggest, baddest mfa here." Punching in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. This, <laughs> this is my house. But no, we're doing great. No throw punches. Nice. No. no throw punches.
1: Um. So, in between having a baby, have you had time for anything else?
0: I, weirdly, have had time for a lot of things but not a lot of things. It is this weird. I was telling you the other day like we are busy but not busy. Right. Sort of thing like we're all we're at the house. We haven't gone anywhere but taking care of this new kid who can't do right. anything by herself, which is very disappointing. I thought she would be
1: oh, for sure. Up
0: and about by now. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought she'd have a job. Yeah, I know. We need another we need some more income. So I've been I took 2 weeks off work, which is super nice, um doing a lot of yard work during the kids' nap times. Uh, during my yard work uh, i think it was friday maybe um i listened to our, our podcast i listened to the episode oh. with you and ben and um i got inspired <laughs> was, that, was that weird <laughs> it was a little weird i listened to a couple of our episodes uh, especially in the beginning when we were really trying to figure out like our voice and especially like technical stuff like trying to figure oh, out like what's yeah. too loud what's not loud <laughs> that- enough Anybody who's been around this episode one, shout out to you because that thing is rough. <laughs> I think I re-listened <laughs> to one of them. I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. not good." Ooh. <laughs> He's in hey,
1: it's a, it's a. There's a learning there's curve for sure. <laughs> a
0: learning curve. But um, I was doing yard work, and I was listening to you and Ben talk about um, Dark Souls and like the Bloodborne, Dark Souls esque type of games, and I was thinking to myself, like, I, I agree with Griffin because I like video games that give me a story. But I want to be challenged, and so <laughs> I went back and forth looking at the Switch store, and I ended up purchasing uh, Dark Souls remastered on the Switch for like thirty bucks, thirty-five bucks, something like that. Nothing, not bad. Nothing outrageous. Well, yeah, yeah, it's an older game, but you got the Switch tax. Yeah, so yeah.
1: A- anything on the Switch is going to be a little bit more expensive anyway. That's true. Um, and
0: I've been playing it, and uh, it's hard. <laughs> it's yeah, hard as hell um i have, <laughs> did you listen to episode? Like, i did, I, did. I was like <laughs> i could find the reasoning behind and nah, i have no clue what's going on um something about a hollow i think i might be a zombie person but no one's like clarified um for me there was a huge bird that picked me up and took me to a different part of the world <laughs> with no explanation <laughs> i climbed to the top of like essentially like tutorial mountain Where, like, you go through and it shows you how to do things. And then this huge, like, raven just said, Raka! Just snatched me up. (laughs) Flew me away to this other place that I've been chilling at and just kind of, like, just poking around. So, I'm having fun. I've died several times. Several times. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a, a tutorial boss that I had no clue was a boss. I walk into this room... I see all these pots around it, like this arena kind of thing. I'm like, ooh, pots. This is a video game. I must break these for the money that is hidden inside of these. <laughs> and I'm breaking them. Sound strategy. Yeah, and I'm breaking them. I'm like, there's no money in here at all. And by the time I, like, realize, I've turned my character to, like, look at the whole, like, view of this arena. And there's this huge, fat monster thing with this hammer. And it just leaps. Sledge hammers me in one hit. Just, gah. And then, like the words, like slowly appear. You died. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, this is what Ben oh. meant." <laughs> yeah, but I'm having fun. It's it's a new challenge. Um, it's it's a new style that's very. I, I'm looking at it, and I'm finding a lot of inspiration for D and D. Especially the mimics. Uh, yeah, I was looking online mm-hmm. at some of these monsters, and there's a mimic that has like these tall, slender legs and these tall, slender hands, and it's kind of like waving around, but it's big old chest mouth. I was like, "Ooh, that's scary." Those are scary. It reminds yeah. me <laughs> of the, the tree monster we fought. Oh, or you guys fought. Uh, I've been trying to search the name of that thing since it's
1: ter- It's so scary.
0: So scary. But and
1: it was like in a. It was in one room. It was in the center of the room in this dungeon. And the floor had water all over it, mm-hmm. and it was like slippery and yeah, like it was, um, it was difficult
0: terrain. Oh god, dude, that was a <sighs> that was a good that was a good D and D moment. But and it could talk; it wasn't a monster; it was like yeah, sentient. Yeah. Ooh, who I didn't like that. <laughs> but no, uh, that is what I've been playing. I'm doing a couple other things, but I've been talking a lot. What about you, my friend? What have you been doing at this time? Uh, since last week, um.
1: I went to Gulf Shores this weekend um, for a friend's bachelor party, so that was fun. Nice. Got to hang out on the beach. Um, but on my flights there, played a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses on my Switch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And last night when I got home from work, I finished
0: it. Look at you! Oh, it was so good. How did you so feel? How do you feel when you you spend time on a game like? You spent oh God, it's like months on this. It feels like definitely weeks. It's it, It's been it's been weeks um, and a lot of time. Yeah. A lot of time on it for sure. How do you feel? Um,
1: you going to Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. Sorry. Um, it de- really depends on the game. This one, I feel very rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was a good like closing of the story. For that branch, and I kind of feel a little bit weird about this one because I know at some point I'm going to go back and play a different house.
0: Oh, that's right. There's the three. Mm-hmm. There's three. Houses. I want to
1: see. I want to see what's different. See what's up with those characters. Those, that kind of thing. Ooh. Um,
0: that's a lot of replay. And I want,
1: to, I, I want to. I want to talk. I want to talk about this in another episode uh, for sure. But I think the one of the most impactful games for me as far as feeling very different when I finished it was Persona five, mm-hmm. because I put so much time and, and it I was very emotionally invested in that game. And when it ended, I just like laid on my bed and just <laughs> stared at the ceiling. I was like, what do I do now? Cause it's just like it had the, and I was, that was like my last year of pharmacy school and I was living in Chattanooga and went to work at, you know, went to rotations and stuff and I would just come home and like, I didn't really have any other responsibilities. So I just played that a ton. So, um, I think it really depends on what type of game it is as far as the impact on finishing a game like that. Mm. So, hmm. sorry to go off on that tangent. I do want to talk about that in another episode about, about the impact of games, finishing uh, the the the, the impact of finishing different types of games. Interesting. Since you brought that up. Uh, So, You uh, mentioned earlier that that's all you've been playing.
0: Have you been doing anything else? So, in the new spare time I have found myself in, I have um, started doing a little bit of writing. I've always liked writing. Um, I think that's why I like D&D so much. Um, But I have started uh, two blogs um i don't know not if just one two two blogs but two yeah also i don't know if blogs are like a thing anymore i know they, they are. are i oh, know they friends,
1: are i know friends who do they blog about different life experiences they some people use blogs for film
0: reviews and th-
1: uh, things like that
0: okay so, well you got one more um i've started two, two more two more <laughs> oh, um, oh. So uh, the first one is a blog kind of about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it's called Bardic Inspiration Blog, which great I name. thought was pretty great. Um, and I did some vigorous Googling before I like typed it in to like, the thing because my wife was like, make sure you're not copywriting anyone with money. I was like, "Ooh, girl. Um,
1: <laughs> things we should have done before naming this podcast.
0: <laughs> no, it's just that
1: one. And they haven't it's done stuff. It's like
0: 10 years ago. And it was
1: we changed our names different now, it's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, forget them. Um, <laughs> wherever they're doing. Um, but no uh, the Bardic Inspiration blog is you can find it at Bardic Inspiration blog dot nope dot um, it's I have two series I'm gonna be pushing out of that one. One is called and you'll like the names, uh, Monster Manual Mondays. Oh. <laughs> um where just, I like that a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> essentially I'm randomly picking a random letter in the alphabet and then from that letter i'm going to look at the list of those monsters in the monster manual and just randomly pick one of those and then write about um like their their lore how you can use those in like a role-playing um aspect like how can you put that monster into your story seamlessly without it just feeling like you just plugged it in as well as um the like fighting aspect of it. Like how can you use this monster strategically uh, in combat? Cause there's, there's people who um, like our friend, Tim loves combat, loves the combat identity. I can't stand it personally, but that's just me. (laughs) I like the role play. I like the silly voices. I like the conversations. I like the, the, uh, the drama of it, especially what's going on in our story. There's a lot of, there's a lot of interweaving Pieces that just naturally have formed with people's like Mm. creating their own backstories and stuff, which I love as well as been going on. so (laughs) recently, so exciting! Um, It's literally like
1: the it's like a a season finale is happening in our
0: game right now. Oh, oh, with yeah, it's definitely it's definitely like a uh, a a milestone. Yeah, I'm not saying anything's coming to an end, but it's kind of the way that storylines all are converging. Yeah, definitely, especially with Rich's character and. You guys oh. are coming back to Nightstone, where you guys started. Our mm-hmm. goblin friends, Blick and Flick, have kind of grown up a little bit. It's exciting. Um, so that Bardic Inspiration blog at blogspot.com. Uh, another one. Oh, no, there's another series in Bardic Inspiration. is called um, Table Talk Thursdays. <laughs> Every Ooh. Thursday, a whole lot Table of alliteration. Table Talk <laughs> Thursdays. And the idea is uh, for that series is kind of what got me started thinking about this blog was um, how to deal with those issues at the table with different people sort of thing. Like how do you, how do you handle um, the DM who is just trying to kill your characters all the time? How do you handle the person who, how
1: do I BJ? How do I handle
0: that? No, 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 (laughs) no. (laughs) Wait till next, wait till this Thursday. And you might have that one popped up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just twist a knife in my throat. Um, how do you handle that? That player who interrupts um, other people—that sort of stuff, like that—that that social part of D and D, if that mm. makes sense. Um,
1: I figured, even with that series, you could write about um, every character or every person in our game yeah because i feel like we i feel like we all come to it with a
0: different approach oh definitely definitely and that's what i love about DD is that people from different backgrounds different lifestyles come together and collaboratively tell a story and that's that's mm-hmm. what i like about D. Pe- some people and they're not wrong say that oh it's it's a combat focused game sure oh it's a puzzle solving game it,
1: yeah if you want it to be and that's
0: exactly what it is it's what you want it to be and that's kind of yeah. like, even in the Dungeon Master's Guide, that's essentially the suggestions Wizards of the Coast give you. You're going to eat that pick, man. Keep playing with it; nah, it's, it's going to go straight <laughs> down your, your throat. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop recording <laughs> as you die. You're just <laughs> like, call, call Amy, Amy. Like, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, uh, hi, Amy. Your husband's dying. I can see him on the webcam. <laughs> um, can I put you on our
0: podcast? Hey everybody, this is our new pal Amy taking over for Griffin, her husband. She pushed his she pushed his limp body out of his <laughs> chair I forgot what I was talking about. I was talking about you dying. Um but no, D D can be what you want it to be. And the mm-hmm. the one of the rules in the D the um Dungeons Master Guide, it's essentially saying like it is what you want it to be. If one of these suggestions or rules doesn't work for your table. Throw it out. Do what you want to do. Because the D&D pleas aren't coming to your house. You know what I mean? They're oh, going right. to beat down your door because you decided you can have advantage on that sort of thing. <laughs> right. Um, so that's Bardic Inspiration. Uh, my next one is, and I haven't really gotten it up and running just yet, it's called Netflix at Nap Time. It's the idea mm-hmm. about parents who can't watch where they want to watch in front of the kids all the time. And so... Uh, during nap times has been when me and megan started watching shows we want to watch and you're
1: the master of alliteration i know and i love it i love it
0: (laughs) so uh netflix Netflix at nap time is going to be um pretty much a a streamed movie uh review kind of blog um twice a week i'm going to Watch a movie either on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or something. One of those stream services and just review. If I think it's nice. If I think it's not nice. And, you know, this is all the opinions of a crazy man. So take it as you will. Take it as you will. Take it as you will. So both of those are at um, uh, the name of it dot blog dot com. If you want to peruse, take a look. I will be perusing, peruse it so hard, please. <laughs> we'll do. Thanks, Bud. <sighs> but uh, wow, that's all I got going on. That was a,
1: yeah, that was a longer intro that I thought we were gonna Dude. do. Um, hefty, so for hefty then, lives. Hefty. Yeah, we got a lot. Well, I hadn't, we haven't like talked, talked in mm-hmm. two weeks, mm-hmm. so it's been a
0: while. Um, any news you want to bring to the table uh, this week? The only news I have, and I actually put this in our document when it happened. And then my child came, so I was never able to talk about it. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie's been on Smash for like two weeks. Yeah. And it's uh, super satisfying to swing that bird into Mario's face. Uh, I've been yep. playing for him for a little bit. Um, I I know nothing about Banjo-Kazooie, by the way. I don't know if is Banjo the bear and Kazooie's the bird. I think so. I have no clue. I never played those games. I have no like nostalgia for them. I have no connection to them. Did you have a PlayStation? I had the PlayStation a- 2. Let me go ahead and just give you the rundown of BJ Guest's technology or video game consoles. I had the Game Boy Color. It was purple. Mm-hmm. No, it nice. was, no, lies. It was that green, kind of like aqua green color. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? One. I had yep. then the purple Game Boy Advance. Yep, then, Classic. Uh, no, before that, I had the N64. Purple Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, uh, DS, DS, 3D, 3DS, Three uh, PS4, Switch. Yeah. Nice. So to answer your question, no, I did not have the original PlayStation.
1: <laughs> well, because I was going to ask because Benjo-Kazooie was on N64. and I didn't what know if you it? had
0: it for. Huh. Yeah. Didn't I know? I always mm-hmm. thought it was a PlayStation exclusive character for some reason. No in sixty four. Is that Crash Bandicoot I'm thinking of? That's PlayStation? Yep, that's Crash Bandicoot you're they're thinking all, of. They're all the same. They're all the same monsters that no one cares about except for you. <laughs> wow. a <sighs> a But yeah. No, um that's all the news I got. I like nice. playing as it he feels he feels kinda hefty. He's a hefty player. Yeah. Um he's got some bulky. It's funny
1: because I feel like the hefty players have really making. Have really made. not, I don't want to say make it a comeback, but they're really making a statement for themselves in the new Smash, yeah, yeah. Ooh, how about that? Yawn, that was um, a good yawn. Now, I was, I was trying to like talk fast to get done mm-hmm. what I was saying beforehand. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as news for me goes, iOS 13 dropped. Ooh, I
0: got on my phone and didn't know what it was, and <laughs> so. My phone was like,
1: like, "Oh, my phone's different." Yeah, no.
0: my phone was like updating for two hours. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, Hi. <laughs> and then it came back, and it was. I was like, "Okay, I like the dark mode. Ooh. I like they the." I um, say, you? Did you go dark mode?" Yeah, dude, I let it do light mode in the daytime, dark mode at night. Um, mostly because I haven't figured out I didn't how know. to change that. That was a. I didn't know that was an I th- option. I think I just did. Sh- I think it was with that night screen that used to be there where everything was yellow yeah mm-hmm. um, but
1: i just sort of did regular old dark mode yeah
0: i like it i like the way new things look i like how the volume up and down is on the left i thought that was really mm-hmm. smart i um, like that a lot
1: i don't know something new mm-hmm. if you um like if you have your messages like messages open mm-hmm. and like it's like the list of people you know that yes you're yeah yeah, texting, yeah yeah if you like put your thumb on the right-hand side of the screen. Okay. You can, like, hold it there. Mm-hmm. Well, now... There we go. Now it's not gonna do it because I'm trying to do it. It'll, like... You can actually scroll, like, so much faster. Like, it's oh, like a little...
0: it's like a little scroll bar to the right. hmm Interesting. I can't do... I was trying to show it to you. Now I can't do it. That's but fine, anyway, it's, it's Stage, really right. cool. That's neat. Yeah. Um. Out of the iOS updates, I, I'm i not upset about this one. Yeah, Everything, I like I, this one. Yeah, I found nothing. And I was like, ah, I wish they... Kept it the same way. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I haven't hit that yet yeah. with this one at all. No, nah. no. Nah. Good job, Apple. Um, just quit, yeah. Quit taking up so much storage on my phone for all these updates. All right.
1: For <laughs> pretty complain about Apple things. Add expandable storage to your laptops, please, God. <laughs>
0: Finding a pen to write this down.
1: <laughs> God, I, I just want to add a new. Um, NVMe <laughs> SSD to Amy's computer and I can't because they're soldered in there. Anyway, that's a whole other story. those acronyms.
0: I have no clue what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> um. So, speaking of more Apple stuff, the Apple Arcade is out. So,
0: it's a subscription, correct? $5? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, $5 a month. Do you think <clears throat> excuse me, is this 'Cause everybody's trying to do their own I don't want to say streaming, because obviously Google Stadia is how more sorry Stadia S- Okay. <laughs> Stadia. I'm just joking. Stadia, okay. not that guy. Um is obviously coming. It's YouTube is filled with commercials for it. Which makes sense. Because yeah, oh Google and YouTube. Um, I have seen the like
1: it's the song that goes, You can do, you can do, you can do mm-hmm. what you want. And it's like the motorcycle
0: driving between yeah. screens. Listen. I have seen that commercial yeah. probably five hundred times. I'm sure. I I watch it up until I see um the Mind Flayers and the Baldur's Gate. Ooh. Because I I'm excited for that. And I've been thinking yeah. about like maybe ghoul's is for me for that. Um Or you can just get that game. Oh, uh, i did not know <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was a stadia exclusive uh, i thought i was um, like I my like oh, that's a very oh, strange a, choice dude, if that's a stadia exclusive they're gonna be some mad folks yeah no nah. um but i just watch it up in the day because i just like the way the mind flayers look with the tentacles um what do you think about apple arcade do you think it's is it just apple's way of trying to get their foot into this this opening door of, I don't want to say streamed. I guess it is streamed games. It's like online. I
1: mean, streamed. do you download them though? I don't, I don't know. Like apps? I have no clue. So here's, <clears throat> I haven't used it enough mm-hmm. or at all. Um, But I'm just, you know, going out on a limb talking about something I haven't used. But I think that it's a good idea for people who maybe play a lot of games on their phone. Mm-hmm and want to try more games on their phone. Like, I think there are some really cool phone games out there that I just, I don't know that they're... I don't want to pay for them to find out if I like them or not. That's true. Yeah. So, if you really think (laughs) about it, $5 a month, if you bought five games a month on your phone that are a dollar, it's paid for, you know, if you you think you're going to use it. Mm -hmm. And this goes... And this uh, Apple Arcade, I think, is all across phones, iPads, and Apple TV, if I'm not mistaken. I
0: know it's on Apple TV. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's coming with the iOS update, which I know um, the Apple TV TV one's like in October, I want to say. Yeah. And, I think the and then the iPad, iPad OS this week? Yeah, I think it's this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: Also, I've got to get the idea of buying the ipad pro out of my head
0: ever since we talked about it for comics no, yes just don't even get the pro it's too, the Pro's too big the pro is like i get it if you use it for work like if you have documents to sign and stuff like that but I get what it. if
1: i want to sign some documents well you mean you
0: you a grown man do what you want <laughs> i think the pro is too big for reading comics personally i have the ipad uh mini 3 and it's perfect size to just lounge on the couch and read comics I as your friend, as your pal, as your mentor say get a not a huge ridiculously overpriced because let's be honest
1: it's a little everything overpriced.
0: Everything Apple gives us is overpriced and but yes. we just say thank but you dadgummit. we just <laughs> exactly <laughs> hand the money over. Um <laughs> shut up and take my money. Yeah, no. Um <laughs> one of my one of
1: my all-time favorite gifts. Oh, shut up and take my money. It, it's actually my PlayStation
0: uh, picture. Yeah, it is. It's-, <laughs> it's the fry shaking the dollars. It's the fry shaking <laughs> the money. Uh, but no, find something uh, uh, not old iPad because they'll be outdated, but, you know, uh, middle sure. of the road, middle, newer era iPad and just go from there. I say, personally, that's yeah. your friend. I'm still thinking about it. Think about it. Um,
1: I'm trying to decide you yeah, know christmas is a couple months it's away coming, man.
0: you know halloween's oh. right around the corner nothing says happy halloween like an ipad
1: <laughs> exactly right i'm trying to hear
0: i'll let you tell amy that <laughs> I'm sh- send her an SMS. In, uh, sms okay
1: uh speaking of uh game streaming and things like that one little last bit of news um I can't remember if this happened before last week's episode. I don't think I talked about it. Um, Discord they have their Nitro, which is like Discord Prime, you know, something you pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to get access to a
0: bunch of games through Discord, okay? So, like, a, like a Steam almost,
1: right? Um, but it's subscription based, things true. like EA Origins or something like that. Mm. Um, but they are getting rid of that feature now. Um, sure. just they didn't have enough. Like they had people who had nitro, but not enough people were who didn't have nitro were buying the games on that storefront uh, to make it worth it. Okay. Right. Um, you know, I think, I think this is kind of a good thing. A good. I don't want to say good because it was something they wanted to do that didn't work out, mm-hmm. but I think it is noble of them as a company to cut their ties and be like, look, we wanted to try this. Obviously i you guys who use our platform didn't want to do it, so we're not gonna we're not gonna beat a dead horse and, and keep trying to do this. Yeah,
0: no, they they never. Every time I use Discord, I never felt like they shoved Nitro in my face. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very much like, hey, do you want these features? No, okay, okay, <laughs> I'll leave you to it. <laughs> yeah, no. it's very like you know. Yeah, well, good for they're
1: Discord. They're very good about good that. For Discord for yeah.
0: not pushing something that's obviously not working because. They probably know their users well enough that they'll be like, well, we'll just go to a different platform. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um,
1: I think I think that they recognize that and, and made a mature decision on that.
0: Kudos to you, Discord.
1: Yeah, shout out Discord. We're using Discord right now. Look at um, us. Um
0: sponsor us. Sp- <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet.
1: <laughs> um So, I think that's if our news and what we've been up to.
0: Hit us with our topic this week, Beefs, that we've already kind of been talking about a lot. Our topic for this week is something that I think we end up, or at least I pigeonholed into every conversation we have. Uh, We're talking about Dungeons & Dragons. We are. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons, as for those who do not know, is a tabletop role-playing game where... You and some friends, you, you could try doing it by yourself, but it doesn't really work. Sit around with some dice, and you create a narrative. Um, the narrative is skeletoned out by uh, one person in charge called the DM or the Dungeon Master or the Game Master. And um, you, as your different players, flesh, fleshing, f- add flesh to the skeleton story. I was trying to make flesh a verb, and it was not working. Um, fleshed out. Flesh. No,
1: that's past tense. Fleshing. Well, it's too flesh. You
0: flesh out. As you flesh is out. The, is. Yeah, but
1: you and other players flesh out the story. Flesh out the that's story. What you would say?
0: Mm-hmm. Tomato tomato. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I'll get ben, I'll get Ben back on the podcast to correct. You. Hey, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dungeons & Dragons started in 1974 by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson. And it was more of just like a dungeon crawl where the dungeon was randomized and the monsters in it was randomized based off of lists and things like that. And it was just purely a, you go in, you fight, you get loot, the end. There was no real story building aspect of it until later editions and um, we are now in 5e fifth edition um and that's where we're playing now there's still different editions out there um people mm-hmm. still play third edition pathfinder is a kind of like a weird uh stepchild of dungeons and i know Dragons. a lot of people who
1: praise pathfinder i do
0: too and pathfinder is like a, a third edition spawn i guess um i i started playing pathfinder and that's how i got into D. I I much prefer 5e to Pathfinder Pathfinder is very uh, cumbersome is the right word for it okay looking I'll send you a PDF of their sheet so you can look at it compared to the sheet we use for 5e and there is so much more that goes into it that it's yeah I mean and even have an R sheet oh yeah you know there's a lot mm-hmm. going on no. on a character sheet No. and I And, you know, if you like Pathfinder, if it's for you, that's awesome. That's cool. I play it. I enjoy the people I play with because they all understand that when you say something to me, I'm going to look at somebody and then look down at the sheet and they're going to slowly point their finger to where I need to look. I say, thank you. And I roll, (laughs) I add or subtract. Um, Just because there's so many different, like, boxes and things that. Which I think that says something that you DM a five five e E games yeah
1: like so you are the source of knowledge for us in that aspect but you have to ask other people
0: things about pathfinder yeah yeah just because i'm not as um well versed in pathfinder i guess because Mm. there's so many different rules that go with it i find it too much and it takes away from what i like about it which is the story aspect of it Uh, right so yeah so i've i've created a couple questions we can talk like to each those. other. I like questions. I like asking you questions. Um, we can shoot back and forth at each other. And we can just you know, as as our good friend says, um, you know, just let this dog hunt, you know?
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to validate you by responding to that. That's probably um, for the best. Someone, <laughs> someone's got to stop me sometime. <laughs> um i think that this is a really good first question how did we start playing D D? well here's the question how did you start playing D and how did we as a, whole as a whole start playing we as a whole like as a nation or as a- <laughs> no like <laughs> as a as a friend group. okay um you just told us as a nation it was 1974 here yeah we yeah,
0: all we all stopped and <laughs> we just played um I started playing, oh, it it's was been two years ago, three years ago. Um, I'm a teacher, as those who may not know. And um, one of my students, a couple years ago, her mother worked at the school with me. She was um, our IT person. And I knew she was nerdy. We talked about movies and video games together. And um, I, i for some reason, I had like a hint that she liked Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know. But... Um, i was used i wanted to use the d20s for math i wanted the kids to have two d20s roll them and then add the numbers or subtract the numbers quickly so they had problems very quickly and so i text her i said hey do you know where i can get these dice and from there she showed me the link on amazon and from there we started talking about it and i told her i was like i have this weird like i don't want people to know but i want to know how to play this game just like everybody who starts DD has um and so she invited me and my wife, Megan, who was very pregnant with Miles at the time, um, to come to her house on Saturday. And her and her husband, um, who is my DM, shout out to, uh, his name is, is actually Josh Daniel. So wow, they might be, wild. they honestly might be family. Probably well, not. Well, it's just,
1: it's like a, a amalgamation of our friends Ben,
0: Daniel, and Josh, and Josh Brito. Uh, just, they they're <laughs> honestly, they probably just like do the the super saiyan fusion oh, dance yeah, fusion. and their fingers just might slip just a little bit and turn into my friend josh daniel um nice but he showed me and my wife how to play pathfinder where i created my first character gar rain who is near and dear to my heart did i tell you the story about gar rain about his bird uh, I think he's so, a he's a tell druid. Me anyway. <laughs> so Garrain is a human druid in pathfinder, and he has an animal, animal companion, which is a young rock. Um, a rock is a bird that when it reaches adulthood is gigantic. It is oh, it's like a hundred feet big or something. Like it is oh, geez. huge. And so when I was making the character and I was looking at different animals, I said, "Hey man, can I have one of these?" He said, "No." I said, hey, man, can <laughs> I have a small version? He said, sure. And so I named my rock Dwayne the Rock because I'm oh. funny. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and so as the story progressed, I came up with different ideas for Gars, like, why is he doing what he's doing? And I came up with the idea that Dwayne the Rock is actually Gar's son, whose soul is put into the, the bird because of mistakes Gar made in his past. And I made wow. I made Gar into like this very sad person. He was constantly drinking. I was like putting his like subtle hints for everybody to catch. He was constantly drinking. He referred to the bird as my boy, um, like all the time. And so I two weeks ago in our in in-person game, I finally like told the group Asgar, and th- people were dumbfounded. No. They, one of my friends, his name is David. His mouth was open for like a minute. He was like, "What? This whole time, we just thought it was a stupid bird. It was your boy, <laughs> your boy, <laughs> your boy." <laughs> <laughs> and so that gave me, that made me feel like super good about myself because I was like, "I did that. I made this story, and I yeah. made this person have this real reaction to this fictional story." Um, hmm. So no, that's how I started D&D <laughs> and Pathfinder. That's, so that's how I started D&D, playing Pathfinder in person. And then I forced my friends to play with me. <laughs> so, buddy, how did you get started? You can tell the people at home because I know exactly how you guys started.
1: <laughs> well, weird. My friend forced me to start playing with put a <laughs>
0: Put a gun um, to your head and say, play with me now.
1: Well, because I think it literally just like what you said, I think there was some interest in what it was, mm-hmm. um, like what is this this game that's been around since the seventies? You know, y- you see it in pop culture, and it's you know these super nerdy kids sitting in the mom's basement playing on, you know, dressed up that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now it has very much evolved into something else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like, um, and has taking on, like, a a whole new meaning and a whole new way that people play this game. And I think that that's what we were trying to experiment with because we didn't all live in... We don't all live in the same place. So we were like, what what does this look like, us trying to attempt this? Um, And using Roll20 and you figuring it out and all that stuff. um, And, you know, we just kind of got together. And I think our first party, you were DM... And it was me, Tim, and Megan. Correct. Yes. And then, then my friend Ben came
0: along mm-hmm. and joined, and that was our first campaign. Yeah, and it was completely homebrew because yeah, we did. You made it. Yeah, up. we didn't know if we liked it enough to put actual money mm-hmm. into it.
1: Oh, right. So you're like, I'm going to make this thing up. We're going to all learn how to play this together, mm-hmm. um, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, that was such a good campaign, though. Um,
0: what was it? it? was Philip Valencia was my first. Philip character. Valencia, prince oh. of a faraway land. I loved yes. Philip. I thought Philip was fun. Uh, that was such. A, I, I, I like. You know, Let's see, Tim's name was <laughs> Trioch Silborn. He was a blue yeah. or silver. I can't remember. Uh, Dragonborn Ranger. Megan was Robin. She was a uh, the, a gnome. I think rogue. Oh, um, maybe. She well,
1: she was a she was. Did she fight a lot with her fists? She so was, was a like monk. A she was a monk. That's, That's what, what it was. was. She was a and Be- Ben was a tiefling. Was a tief- oh God, what was his name? Oh, it was it was Benedict
0: Morthos. Yeah, it was Benedict Morthos. Oh man, I had to really dig deep back <laughs> in my mem- my memory files for that. Well, he was he was a he was a, um, he was a tiefling wizard yeah god he was charismatic as hell too oh my
1: god it was so good and then so this is when ben was really in uh medical school like kind of really into his classes and had to study a lot um and so (laughs) he's like i don't know there might be times where i can't play yeah you know for this that and the other um he's like so we wrote it in where his character um had a pocket dimension oh that's right (laughs) <laughs> and, be, and, like, if he ever couldn't be there, we wrote it into the story where he would just be like, Zoop, and yeah. like get sucked into the pocket dimension. Didn't y'all
0: use it one time for a short rest? We did. As The DM was like, ah, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, hey, quick, everybody into the pocket dimension <laughs> because we were like about to die. Yeah. <sighs> that was fun. That was all, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I'm still having uh, fun, obviously. But Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, me too. Uh, and that was. And we kind of knew going into what we're doing now, we're like, this is going to be a couple of years, so just buckle up. Yeah,
0: no, when I, um, the game we are playing, uh, it's me, Griffin, uh, Ben, who's been on the show, our friend Josh, our friend Tim, our friend Rich. My wife was there for a moment, but I was trying to convince her to get back on, and she was like, I, I just don't have the time to remember what's going on. And I think it's more of a <laughs> Megan won't remember, and sh- I think she will feel bad for slowing the game down. I mean,
1: I get it. Yeah. I mean, listen, and it, this, it's it's um, there've been plenty of weekends where I've like been doing stuff, and it'd be like I have to be back by seven thirty on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I had it's it's a commitment. It is. It's definitely a commitment. Um, but it's and there's and there's and this is not saying like. Everybody's mad if you miss, like you you have to miss some weeks. But it's like you you need to keep up with the story. You know, even if I'm not here, I'm like, what happened? Yeah.
0: You know it's yeah. It's it's a commitment. You're right. But
1: it's I mean, you kind of have to think about like everybody's reading a book in a group. Mm -hmm. And if you miss a if you miss part of it, you gotta catch up because they're not gonna go back. No. No. It's
0: a good way of putting it.
1: Um, But that's how I got started in D&D Was us mm-hmm. basically being curious And it's basically kind of what you said It's like, that's kind of how you got started yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of people got started It's yeah. just like, what is this? Mm-hmm. I, I have a large interest in everything else that D&D has spawned mm-hmm. You know, video mm-hmm. games, movies, TV shows Books mm-hmm. all that stuff that have have really come out of what this game is yeah I want let's get back to the source I want to see what you know what that entails mm-hmm.
0: no it's <clears throat> excuse me it's like you said it's really the source of all these things like not Lord of the Rings obviously, but it's in this genre that everything mm-hmm. kind of picks and pulls out of and they're all you know, this back and forth kind of thing. Um I mean think think Skyrim. Like I feel like that's a Skyrim's just one D and D game. Exactly. Game gameplay you can play by yourself. hmm <sighs> It's just stuff like that. Oh D. It's so much fun. Um I was I was saying and then I forgot because I've learned I do that a lot. Um <clears throat> the game we're playing now, we're playing um uh, Storm King's Thunder um, When I was Getting Like looking at it And you know Asking the people Who are playing Like what type of game You want to play And I was telling you, you Like you said Like it's going to be A while to play Like Oh right Just because I know The pace that we yeah, play the, the the amount of time We put in each week And you know Some weeks we Take off for things um, How long have we been Playing Storm King's Thunder A while <sighs> Um, See Megan. Megan was playing when we started. I know we were in the apartment. Was it before we started? It had to be Yeah, it was before we started recording the podcast. Oh, for sure.
1: Like, well, I think well
0: I think we've that. been playing for over a year. Or very, I think so too. Very, very close. I have to text the group and be like, "When did we start doing?" Oh no, we.
1: It's been over a year because we talked about it uh, last time we played. Because I went all the way back to the beginning of the Discord.
0: Oh, that would be a smart thing. I to remember. Do. Yeah, it was August of last year. Oh, wow. We should have done for our 1 year, but it's whatever. Um, <laughs> it's all right.
1: So, oh, it's an us getting together is good enough. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> I have a two-part question for you if you want. Oh, Hit me. Um, yeah. first part, what do you like about D&D and like what do you dislike about D&D? All right, come on. Um, I feel
1: like as much as we've talked about this, in every episode of this <laughs> <laughs> podcast podcast that we've recorded. Um, one thing I like the most about D D is the way that it brings our friend group together in a different way. Yeah. Um, it brings us together in a way that we're problem solving, accomplishing things together. Um, and, and just getting to have fun, mm-hmm. you know, because other, you know, if we didn't play D I I wouldn't talk to a lot of those guys every week for as long. I mean, yeah. cause we play for almost three hours every time. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And it's like, it's like we play from seven 30 to 10 30, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so, I, you know, I would have to make a three hour phone call every week to get that kind of yeah, um, relationship. So it's, it, that's what I like most about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as like, the game I think it really allows me to be creative it allows me to um, really make make up these characters make up situations and then you know plan ahead for combat situations and what's gonna work best here create strategies um one thing that I feel like is is funny about playing this game is that I told Amy like I was like you should come play around with us or oh, something like that. Let Amy come play just and one I, session. I
0: know it'd be
1: so much fun. Um It and she said that from what she's heard us do, it's actually a lot of almost acting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she said, and I was like, and she's like, you know, I don't. That's not something that she's interested in. And I'm like. Yeah, but I don't act. She's like, yeah, but really think about it, like what you're doing with this character.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm like, oh, I guess it really is acting. Like I I had this character in my head. I know what that character do. Not maybe not what I would personally do, but I have created this character in my head. This is
0: the decision that they would make. Mm -hmm. So you're acting. You're the best of all of us. We've got three, played three people. Oh my
1: God. Um, so I guess <laughs> this is, this is, um, for those who don't know, we joke around about it a lot. Um, i have on my third character of this campaign. Yeah. Um, my first character, Henrik Songsteel, um, oh God, RP. Um, lost, we lost him due to my greed as a player. <laughs> I'm really sad because I like that character a lot. Um and then my second character, Val Ninrith, we lost him due to me um lost quote unquote I I am no I, I am no longer playing that character. Yeah. Okay. Um then uh due to me going off by myself thinking I could solve this problem. I'm kidding. I
0: couldn't. I kind of got as I know. as BJ Guest, I disagree. I think the reason Val nindereth is dead. Oh, because because everybody everybody ditched him, ditched him the second <laughs> they had a chance yeah. to ditch him. Oh my god! Yeah, nobody really liked Val except for me. I love playing. I, know, Val. I love Val because he brought a new dynamic to that group. He was kind of a douche. He was a little bit of a douche, <laughs> and I loved it,
1: <laughs> which is totally complete opposite from what I was doing with Henrik. Yeah, Because
0: no, Hendrik was such like a, a I like guess that world. stoic, very like I don't want to say cookie cutter, but very like standard hero. He did what was the right yeah. thing. I, except except for Grogotha. Um, uh yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong
1: thing. Um that man, that was that was Griffin getting into the I should have played the character. I should have played my character, right? and I was I was I was making decisions that that Griffin wanted that sword and I had to make decisions to get there. Um now let's talk about something I don't like about D&D. Share with me. And this a lot of it stems from not necessarily something I don't like about D&D. Mm-hmm. It's the way we play D&D. Okay. I mentioned that we don't all live in the same place. Right. So we have to play online mm-hmm. we use roll 20 for i mean don't take any of this the wrong way one thank god for roll 20 yeah. because without that we wouldn't be able to do this um but you know we all have to it takes a huge toll on your computer mm-hmm. so us chatting with discord a lot of guys have to use discord on their phone and then roll 20 on their computer um, so it's a lot of technical stuff that we've kind of we've all figured out yeah yeah there's a lot of hit
0: when we were for right. starting
1: you know and discord will cut out sometimes and it'll be like what did you say yeah you know you're cutting you're breaking up blah, blah blah and the the one live session that we played at ben's house for my bachelor party weekend mm-hmm. was great we were all in the same room nobody was like mishearing yeah you know we were it it, it was really good and i wish that that was something we got to experience more often yeah, no, no me too definitely because I think that would that would kind of ease a lot about the things. Because it kind of draws stuff out, especially like combat, that is already drawn uh, out. Yeah. That the, doing it this way draws it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing I do like about World Twenty is like moving my characters on the grids, having easily mm-hmm. it's it's auto generating the numbers. I'm not rolling any dice, yeah. adding wrong, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Nope. It's it's really nice. For that, um, but I agree.
1: That's, so yeah. it's it, there's there's pluses and minuses, but that's like if you had to say what do you not like about D and D,
0: it's not necessarily the game. It's it's, it, it's it's the things that go along with how we play. Yeah, it's our situation. You know, maybe if you just mm-hmm. move back home. And Josh, well, forgot about Josh. Yeah, going. Josh is in D C. <laughs> and he bought a condo. He ain't going nowhere. He
1: is. Now nah, let's just all get to Josh's every weekend. That's fine. If Josh can pay I'm down. He'd be fun um, all the time. Anyway. What, are,
0: what are some things that you like and dislike about i D? I'll start with my dislikes because I right. I want to just get them out. I hate combat. I hate combat. I I find it laborious. I find it it drags. I find that it's for me, it's just not fun. And it it may be because I am, I am the DM. I have to do like, I have to have like four or five different things going on. And I got to make sure, you know, well this, you know, want to do that because of that. And I'm essentially in my, the way I see it, like I'm running two or three or four different characters at once. And I'm trying to keep up with all that. And that's taxing as well as trying to continue to paint a story during the fight. Um, Right. Which is what I like, but I just don't like the actual, you know, oh, I move here, I move there, this guy moves there, this guy does that, uh, it doesn't work, oh, it doesn't work because you have this, Um, oh, okay, uh, change is what I have to do, which is fine, I just don't like it. <laughs> oh, right. I don't like and- combat, even my my person, like in-person game, because in my mind, I feel like people are taking too long. Like the other players, They're like oh, I uh, well, if I knew that I wouldn't do this, and they take two or three minutes. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to do this next turn. I'm going to do that. Then I'm just going to hit them with a stick because that's that is Gar's strategy.
1: Two spells. See, stick. you you do a good job of of kind of of keeping us planning mm-hmm. because I feel like I mean. So, Granted, every week it, it happens. We'll get in a combat encounter, and there's how many people? Five of us,
0: six, including Chris.
1: Yeah, six including Chris. Yeah.
0: and um, which is a huge so team it, it, already of
1: people. Right, right. So a, it's a big team. Group. Um, and so there's it, it's hard to get through some of those combat encounters because your your turn is forever mm-hmm. away. So I'm, you know, I'm. And what other people do, do do determines what I'm gonna do next. Yeah. So like I'll do my turn, and then like I'm listening, but I'm like on my phone, you know. And you'll you'll kind of speak up and be like, "Hey, you're in two turns or whatever. Yeah. Keep an eye out.
0: Go ahead and make your plan mm-hmm. for what you want to do next." Because I hate, I hate the oh, it's my turn. Silence. <laughs> In the back of my, which I have, yeah. which I have given you that multiple times. That's no, fine because you're my friend, and I will never out loud say what I'm <laughs> thinking. Which is, oh my god, I reminded you. What the hell? There's a little thing right there that has your name. <laughs> but
1: or if I'm playing two characters and I'm like, I do my character, and then I'm like, I'm done, I'm done. and you're like,
0: Nope, you have to do the next character. I'm like, oh, I and you know, I think <laughs> I think I'm going to do what we did with Chris's character. And yeah. just say, oh, well, nope. He decided he was going to stay over here just so we don't have to think about it. We don't have yeah. to explain to Chris when he comes back. It's like, oh, by the way, Pig's dead. Fireball got him. Yeah. You know, sorry. Fireball got him. Um, so um, that's what I dislike. I hate combat. I hate it so much. What I love about D&D is that storytelling. Ugh,
1: mm-hmm. I love
0: the characters. I love just the. the backstories and how these characters interact with these characters and I just love the planning I'm doing I have I have weeks weeks Griffin worth of planning and (laughs) ways I want to have people connect with other people and these people connect with these people and these guys backstories connect and I am giddy giddy with joy and if if person dies that's fine Cause I'll just scratch out all the plans I had for them, and move on. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Thankfully, though, we did. I did get through the big like story arc for Henrik. Unfortunately, yeah. Henrik wasn't there. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! We're gonna talk about that in a second. Yeah. Um, but no, what I love about D and D is that collaborative storytelling. Because there might be a part where somebody's kind of lacking. And someone else can kind of fill that void. And people can bounce off of each other. Ben, Daniel, if you're listening, I love your roleplay. I love Rogar. I love Rogar. just And Ben plays that Joker. He plays that character (laughs) so good. Ben's like, I would do this and this because I'm a smart person. Rogar (laughs) is not. Rogar runs in. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) Playing your dude. Oh my gosh, Uh you're reading my mind for a a later question. Uh But I just love the storytelling. I love that. I love that we get to talk to each other every week. You know, like Chris at your wedding is when he asked if he could join. He was like, you guys have been talking about this. You guys seem to be able to once a week just hang out. And it's like, I, yeah. I miss that. I miss seeing you guys so much because of graduating college and our lives and whatever. Can I join? I'm like, absolutely, Chris. You gotta have a, yeah. give me a backstory in two weeks. I'm gonna need something. But, <laughs> but no, my heart's pounding with joy. I'm so happy. I love d so and <laughs> I love d and It's so good. I, I'm a scared is a little bit of an obsession for me, though. Like, I found myself not stop thinking about it. I think about D&D at least three times a day. Just randomly. I don't know if that's a lot and or a little.
1: And it's, it's funny because I feel like that happens with you and Tim. Like Tim, y'all both. I, I y'all, went down the
0: rab- y'all went down the rabbit hole. And me and Tim went down two different types of rabbit holes. Tim is very into the combat. He's very into like the the, the term like min-maxing characters. Like really pushing characters at what they're good at and making them like excel and dumping everything else because it doesn't matter. That's not what the character's for. And I like it, that's fine, but it's just not me. It's not how I play. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I like
1: because <laughs> min maxing is it's it's beneficial in combat situations. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like it's awesome to build your character sheet for that oh, because yeah. then you can always you can always roleplay your character as something else. Your character sheet does not define No, definitely not. Your character sheet does not define your role playing; it defines your combat.
0: Yeah, it defines what what you can do. What you can do, which is well what I think he's. Things, but
1: he's so good at it. Yeah. No. Now he you those know. numbers.
0: He he researches and finds things. And he just knows this crap. Like tell I know. Me, God, Tim, I have to look stuff up still. I'm like, I just, I just don't know. He's like, like. It's the conditions, the conditions always confuse me because I never know like yeah. poison, paralyzed, like what exactly that entails. Tim's like disadvantage on all ability checks, and he's trying so hard not to like override in the game. Yeah, I love Tim you can for see it. it. You can see it in his case. He's just like it means disadvantage. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. I want him to DM his own game so bad. Yeah, he did a little bit. He- and it it's kind of gone on hiatus for a while, but it was really fun. Mm. Except, I think he hated my character, but it's whatever. That's not. Oh, well, he, not he, the de- he definitely hated your character. Does he? He talked about it. He
1: told me about he it. He told you the he hated o- my turtle. The old, the old, the old, mean, the old mean turtle. Old, yeah. Yeah, the old mean turtle man. He's like, that race of characters is not mean. You can't be
0: mean. They're a peaceful race. This man. Odo. Odo's mean. <laughs> He's mean and racist. But. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh! Um, what is your favorite D and D moment? Ooh, I and this is this is good because you play an in person
0: game and you yeah, DM'd all of our games. I have two. I think mm. Th- two point five. Yeah. Um, my first is um my baby Garrain, Rain, in his slow buildup of being able to trust the people that he was with enough to tell him about the mistakes he made in his past about how him, he has a a staff that catches on fire. So he has additional like fire damage, like the super cool weapons I gave y'all in the first campaign. Um, shout out to those. Those are we were like the elemental fighters. They were were too OP. Like looking back at it, it's like too
1: much. Um, no, please keep doing that. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> I have
1: hard enough time in combat already. Um, You're like you met a monk in the bushes. He enchanted your
0: weapons. <laughs> that's true. No, he was a he was a druid. His name was Hanio Quatro. Quattro. Oh my Hany god! Oquatro. How did you how did you Hany remember? That? Because it came from that American Dad song. <laughs> about oh that. yeah, I just made it up. Um, but no. So Gar Rain, um is the reason that his wife died. He had a fire staff that he was practicing in the house and he caught his house on fire. His wife died. His son got badly burned. And so he took his son to the group of druids he was working with and begged them to put his site to help his son. The best they could do was move his son's soul into the bird. And so he has been not knowing what to do about this whole thing. And so he has been drinking heavily because he's depressed. And he's been lying to people saying that I'm just trying to take my animal companion to this jungle country. BJ Norgard knew if there was a jungle country. Like, that was just a lie he made up. You're just making stuff yeah, up. Yeah, and I played it off so well. It's like, I'm new to d and I don't know anything.
1: Which uh-huh. was
0: true. Um, and so people just like, we like Gar. He drinks. He's kind of racist. He's fun. Yeah. Um, and so he slowly like built trust with these people. And in this recent game, he told them about, he just laid it all on the tables. Like, this is my son. I've been trying to get his soul back into a body. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, sort of thing. So I really like that because it felt to me like a complete arc or completing of his story arc sort of thing. Right. Um, and I don't know where he's going to go from there. I have ideas. If his son dies, He is going to go incredibly depressed and drink heavily and be one of those like gets into danger trying to die sort of people. Oh, yeah. And I think I was talking to my DM about it. I was like, is this going to be something that's going to be too chaotic for the group? Like, I don't want to be a burden. But if this happens, this is what Gar would do sort of thing. Right. If he saves his son, I don't know what to do with him because why would he go into fights if he has a kid at home, sort of thing, mm-hmm. why he wouldn't? Ne- you might be making a second character. Honestly, that's what I've been been doing. I've been like playing around, but that's my first one. My second one is when the fight of Henrik and um uh uh Rich's first character, Castie. No, not Castie. What was his name? Grimm. Oh, grim. Oh, that whole battle where there were it was like two or three hill giants and. You guys disposed of the hill giants with no problem, but then the real problem was Grim had that berserker axe, and Hendrik had he the had- Vorpal Greatsword that was cursed, and you guys would attack the next thing that was near you. And, and it was such a it was such a terrible timing because Josh and Ben were both out;
1: they were both gone, yeah. oh.
0: and so Tim pretty much protected them and just which he should have yeah like he explained their character so he moved them out of the Mm -hmm. way and it was one of those battles where I did not know what was going to happen you know I have a general (laughs) idea what's going to happen in the fight you know I'm going to throw this at them I'm you know you know 80% sure this will happen sort of thing after you defeated the hill giants I honestly thought you guys would succeed on the saving throws and we're like, oh, we shouldn't use these anymore. And I'll be on my side of the screen, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Learned your lessons, greedy boys. But no, you we fought f- and you continued. Fell. Well, we continued to fail our saving. Yeah, days. and just you become. And I think it was your sword increased damage every time you yeah. killed something. Every, yep. it was insane.
1: And and the. The DC was um, higher. The DC for the saving throw got higher and higher. So it was just like it was harder and harder to break. Yeah, because you're going like
0: the, a frenzy the rage. or something. Yeah. And so you guys were fighting each other and you were both essentially like tanks of characters. So he had yeah. super high HP and Tim's character threw out the well of many worlds and you guys both did really bad in your acrobatics checks of like walking around it because the way the the curses were described the way I translated them was like it would go to the closest person which would be both of you guys and you guys wouldn't go around stuff or if you would you had to make a roll and you both fell and you fell into the well world many worlds which then we all realized I had to choose a random <laughs> dimension <laughs> and I was like I was yeah. not prepared for this as I'm <laughs> looking at all of these. And I had Tim roll, and you guys end up in limbo, and then fight. You, and Kendrick, end up killing. Ka- uh, blah, 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 Grim, Grim. Grim. Um, and I thought that was Then I got
1: murdered by some frogs, some frogs. when I was in limbo.
0: Yeah, and I just like, like I like to- that the
1: toad people. The toad people.
0: You had you had two ways out. I had four ways
1: out. Well, I had you two had, ways out of the thing, but I yeah, I was like I could go north, south, east, or west, and I should. have turn around that's something I don't do enough in D&D is turn around (laughs) forget
0: it (laughs) leave it be but no I just love the randomness of it it was all up to the dice and that's that's something in D&D that's always really fun is that it's sometimes it's just out of your hands
1: Um, and there's sometimes where you're just like it's so tense like mm -hmm. the whole thing is riding on one person's roll and everybody's just like waiting for it to pop up on the screen yep
0: oh it's really hard when the internet's lagging and it never pops up for me i'm like what did what, what was it
1: because <laughs> everybody's freaking out and you're like what was the problem?
0: <laughs> um my my third one well first before that i want you to tell me what do you know of Krogotha and henrik and what happened because there was a lot what i like about it a lot was the planning i did for that so tell, me, so tell me what you know, and then I can what, tell you what, what was my favorite and why.
1: So for everybody out there, and this was going to be my kind of moment too, maybe not favorite, but probably the most impactful in our game so far. <laughs> um, so my character, Henrik Songsteel, was a barbarian. And the, we, I don't remember how we, Got it. it. Was the the original Vorpal Greatsword we got from? You got
0: from the people of Bryn It was on a it was on a yeah. random table roll of yeah of items. You got,
1: um, and I really wanted it, but like I Griffin really wanted it for my character, but it made more sense to go to our friend Ben's character Rogar because I Henrik already had you know a good weapon i was doing well with it that kind of thing so i was on the lookout for another great greatsword not really thinking that's a super rare weapon good luck ever seeing one of those again <laughs> and i kept and bj knew it like he knew i really <laughs> wanted it. um because the, the thing about that weapon is it's it's got increased hit, increased attack, and if you roll a net twenty, it's an
0: automatic decapitation. Mm-hmm. On a character that like, that would work on. Is,
1: yeah. Right. So we go into what was the city?
0: Luskin. City of Luskin, Pirates. The pirate the, the pirate city.
1: And we go into a shop. And it's run by an ogre woman named Krogatha. And she had a Vorpal Greatsword in the back. You could see it from like the front door. Um and she took a physical interest in Henrik and Rogar. And me, Griffin, <laughs> I'm thinking that I can appease this, this character and get this greatsword from her. Because she was trying to sell it for way too much. Like, there's no way we'd ever have that much gold. Um, And so then <laughs> Ben and I's characters slept with this character. Uh, with Krogatha. And then it turns out that she did not drop the price that much. Henrik was very upset. And... Then she tried to get us as a group to steal something from the pirate lords of the city in order to get the sword. So in turn, we go tell the pirate lords of the city, and then they have us catch her in the act and then turn her over to the police or to the city, you know, to be arrested. And in turn, I got the great sword that was in her shop as a reward. Turns out that was cursed because BJ is trying to teach me a lesson. and and then my character died
0: okay so (laughs) there are things that have happened and are happening that I'm not going to tell you yeah but are probably part of my favorite things that are happening in the story that's mm. that's all I'm going to say. Oh, I will tell you, uh, Henrik totally got an STD from her, by the way. Oh, for sure. Because I think yes, I talked I about did- you, like, the crotch was itchy or something.
1: But Yeah, I uh, didn't roll well on my whatever save. Uh, it
0: was just a, a flat D100. Oh, I couldn't yeah. remember.
1: <sighs> so that is a story. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh goodness so as far as moments go that yeah. was a long moment like it's just kind of a it played out for a long time but as a story beat for one of my characters goes that's probably my favorite yeah
0: oh krogatha <sighs> oh it was it was bad <laughs> any any like voice i can make that makes people uncomfortable oh that was 100%. it <sighs> <laughs> i hated it. <sighs>
1: Um, one of my favorite, um, voices that you've done so far is Moog. Moog. <laughs> <laughs> we loved Moog. That was, gr- that was a great, like, one session that it took for us to figure out that she had shortened our memory loss and tried to kill us every morning. Yeah. Um, that we just put her down.
0: Moog <laughs> I was just looking for a husband.
1: <laughs> well, they locked her in that tower for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who is your favorite D&D character so far in all the things that you've done?
0: In all of the things? In all of them? In, okay.
1: In what you have played, and I know that you keep up with a lot of other D&D stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like Matt Mercer's stuff and things like that. So, Oh, so you mean you like have,
0: you, everything, you, not just our personal stuff? Well, I want, I want two answers out of you. I want our personal stuff and then outside of personal stuff okay so in personal stuff i think my favorite oh my favorite character is going to have to be gar my personal character or oh i really like josh's character jeffrey
1: jeffrey there's a lot jeffrey's got a lot
0: he's an onion there's a lot of layers going on there There's a lot of layers
1: (laughs) Um, um and i feel like he's got a good backstory but we just don't talk about
0: it a lot No, you guys don't talk about it a lot, but it's becoming prevalent in the story. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Um, I need to quit talking because I'm not ruining things for you. (laughs) I've done a lot of planning. That's been months and months and several different Waffle Houses on pieces and napkins. Um, (laughs) You're like,
1: um, what is it, Charlie in Always Sunny with the red lines (laughs) and (laughs)
0: newspapers on the wall? yeah no i'm that meme um personal favorites probably those two um out of like all the D stuff i watch a lot of critical role um i really like oh i like sam regal's character um in the new season of critical role her name is uh not the brave and she is a goblin rogue um, I actually built Blick and Flick's characters based off of her. Um, yeah. I think I just like Sam Regal's personality already. Like, he's mm-hmm. a very funny person, and he puts that into his characters, Of not. Um, I just like the things she says. She's constantly trying to steal stuff. Um, there was an in, There's a set of NPCs that Matt Mercer created. Um, oh, I forgot their names. They were uh, essentially merchants. And they were like these big fur bog, like cow looking people. And they um, Pumat, Pumat Soul, that's their names. And they're like copies of them. There was Pumat Prime, but then there's like three like <laughs> copies of them. And they sound like the SNL skit of uh, the Chicago Bears, the Bears. They, the Bears. <laughs> they sound like that. Hello, Pumat Soul. <laughs> and I just thought it was super funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. What about you? Out of um do you um, do you watch any but, of, like the D&D stuff? Out I, of I I don't
1: um I've been trying to keep up with another um podcast that does this called Friends at the Table. Huh. Hmm. I'm always that looking I'm always looking for a
0: D&D podcasts. Yeah.
1: I like the guy who DMs that um he used to be with Giant Bomb, the video game website. Okay. Now he's with um he was with it was Waypoint. I think it's Vice Gaming now. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, well, friends at the table. He, friends at the table. We'll look at that up. He does a good job. Um, but I think my f- <laughs> and you alluded this to a second ago. Um, my favorite D and D character would have to be Rogar the Rugged. Oh, uh, yes, Ben Daniels character in our game. Uh, ben does such a great job with Rogar. He has always stayed true to who his character is, um, his connection to his goddess, uh, all the little quirks that he has, <laughs> that he's more perceptive when he's asleep God. than when he's awake. <laughs> um,
0: and those things aren't like, and, as far as I know, they're not like actual canon D&D stuff. It's just stuff Ben has made just, up. And I was like yeah. That's hilarious. And like, yeah, let's go for it.
1: Well, because so what happened is like, especially with that one specifically, is that like he he had this thing where he would just fall asleep standing up <laughs> like when it was time to get to bed and just fall on his back and just be dead asleep. <laughs> but there was one time someone was like stepping over him early on, like real early. Oh, and yes. I think he had he had to roll a perception check and rolled like a nat 20 perception check. Mm-hmm. So it, it became a joke that he was more Except perceptive yeah. when he's asleep. And now every time he rolls perception to sleep, you're like, roll with the bandage. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so for those who don't know, Ben is a gold Dragonborn character. Um, and he plays this character as a cross between All Might mm-hmm. from My Hero Academia and Alex Louise Armstrong from F- 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 Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. <laughs> I knew
0: about All Might. I didn't know about Armstrong. Oh my god, yes.
1: If you made an amalgamation of those two characters, that is Rogar. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. It's so good, man. Um he just does such a good job mm-hmm. with 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 playing that character. Um and I'm always so excited to see
0: what he does. Yeah. No, me too.
1: I love like, it. he has there's this we went back to Um, We recently went back to the town that we started this campaign in and um, we met some, (laughs) there's one like soldier who had a stuttering problem that Rogar had like befriended and he was like scared of Rogar, but it was just really funny. BJ played this character really well and we had to go back there and God, when Ben saw, like when Rogar saw this, this stuttering character, it was so funny because he started stuttering really bad. And it was implied that he had gotten rid of the stutter, but it had come back Ro- because Rogar was back again. Uh, it's god, it's just so funny. Um, but that's if I could play my
0: character half as good as Ben plays his character, then I'm doing a good job. Uh, ben Ben is made for this. Like I he will disagree. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm in, made for medicine. I'm like, mm. I think you should just give that, give up that dream, and just <laughs> give give up that dream. Play D anD D forever. Oh man, Rogar the Rugged, <laughs> and his joke about the flying snake being his cousin is now oh, canon with we, Josh's. Character. Oh my god! No
1: no 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 no! no, no. I'm chasing my answer. That's my favorite moment. <laughs> um, I've totally forgot about that. So Ben's playing his characters as being dumb, right? Rogar is not the smartest person out there. Um, So, early on, we meet a character who has a familiar that's a winged snake. And so, Rogar, jokingly, is like, cousin? (laughs) Like, he says, he's like, that's my cousin, Jeffrey. Like, calls out to the winged snake. (laughs) And so, he thinks anything that's a lizard or dragon or anything, that is his family. (laughs) Um, Well, it turns out, our friend Josh wanted to start playing with us. Mm -hmm. Well, he (laughs) comes in, and he's playing as Ben's cousin, Jeffrey. (laughs) And it just, like... (laughs) oh it's so funny like they're like now that they have it was a built-in camaraderie with this new character mm-hmm. which is always good because it's hard to come in with a new character yeah. take it from someone who's done it twice yeah
0: <laughs> um it's very it's a very uh, difficult session of like right i'm i'm here now hey
1: yeah it's like how do you convince the group to invite this character along yeah besides being like that's Griffin's new character. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's tough. Uh, but Josh, or Ben doing that early along, joking about having his cousin, Jeffrey, and then Josh coming in as his
0: cousin worked out really well. Yeah, it did. Ah, so much fun. Such great role play.
1: Um, and, and there's just, there's just so many people now that play D&D, like mm-hmm. famous people that yep. are coming out and be like, yep, I play D&D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, it, it, and I think it's become such, destigmatized because it's become easier and easier for people to play this and and learn how great it is. Yeah,
0: I think it's that that rise of the quote unquote nerd culture is standard. I mean, I was listening to a podcast, the guy was talking about um we have been watching superhero movies for now over ten years culminating to this huge culture change of Infinity War in game and it's the normal it's the normal right now. like people don't bat an eye at ant man you know yeah so and i think it's just yeah, you know, this is fine it's like um what's that terrible uh 2021 20, jump street you remember that movie jonah oh, hill chain yeah. and they um they're adult cops and they go back to high school because you gotta have the movie and um they're trying to be cool so they're like like trying to be like the junk oh, bullies, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the cool right kids. because Channing Tatum's trying to be because that's what he was in high school. Right. He was cool, you know. And um, and, he's like you got to wear your backtrack with one strap, <laughs> and like you got to be a jerk and like all that yeah. stuff. And then like he's doing that, and they're like, "What's wrong with you, man?
0: Like, it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like why are you being like that?" Yeah, it's just it's what is cool now is totally different. What was cool ten years ago, yeah. right? Yeah two strap it, to safety. People steal you back. Yeah, from.
1: it's it. The weight is distributed in the middle of your back. Mm-hmm. You don't have hip. You don't
0: get like you don't. Have, yeah, you
1: don't have hip and shoulder problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember <sighs> high school so that? Oh, I'm
0: so sorry. Oh, high school. No, no, no. The cool no, no, thing no. was to carry your folders around and stuff. Yeah. What was you wrong don't don't, us? don't use don't use the bag. I didn't understand that. Like I, I mean, I didn't understand it then. I definitely don't understand it now. I'm like, God, that's so so heavy. A socialized textbook? Yep. It was like the Bible. It was Huge. So big. Why are we? Why are we going all the way back to that Lar- the way large, to large, large, ah, large, print King James version of a book? Probably my family. My family Bible I was supposed to be on the mantle. Post- <laughs> I don't know. That was a random thought I had. I just wanted to share. So
1: um, we have done our classic. Go on a tangent right at the end of our podcast after we're done talking about our topic. It's um, what we're here for. Just giving you the content that you want out of us. Um, but that has been an episode about Dungeons and Dragons, something that we both hold near and dear to our heart. This will not be the last time that we discuss this. It will probably be every week.
0: Probably so. Um, a couple of our shameless plugs. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. Uh, follow us at the Bell Best Palcast on Twitter. And you can follow us on Facebook as well. If you like listening about Dungeons and Dragons, and you want to listen to read a blog? you my listen my, to read a blog. Hear my voice gets higher as I get like more unsure about <laughs> plugging my personal things. You're like, if
1: you want to <laughs> read about my
0: blog, <laughs> you want to just read about what I got to say. Um, uh, Bardic Inspiration Blog blog blogspot. That's such a weird wordcom Dot That's a hard that's thing. A to hard say. thing. I want to say podcast. Um, I know. Uh, the first Monster Manual Monday is coming out next week. Um, the first. Uh, Table Talk Thursday is coming out next week as well. Netflix at naptime.blogspot.com is also coming out next week. What a good name. Man, listen. All about the alliteration. Gotta catch them.
1: You gotta get alliterized.
0: (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Alliteration Alliteration time. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. That's all I (laughs) got.
1: That's all I got. gang. thanks for hanging out. See you next time, bud. See you next time, bud.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.